Today in Business from Wired. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off US versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Teachers are going all in on generative AI. Surveys suggest teachers use generative AI more than students to create lesson plans or more interesting word problems. Educators say it can save valuable time, but must be used carefully. By Kari Johnson. Tim Ballaret once dreamed of becoming a stockbroker, but ultimately found fulfillment helping high school students in South Los Angeles understand the relevance of math and science in their daily lives. But making engaging class materials is time-consuming, so this spring he started experimenting with generative AI tools. Recommendations from friends and influential teachers on social media led Ballerit to try Magic School, a tool for K-12 educators powered by OpenAI's text generation algorithms. He used it for tasks like creating math word problems that match his students' interests, like Taylor Swift and Minecraft. But the real test came when he used Magic School this summer to outline a year's worth of lesson plans for a new applied science and engineering class. Taking back my summer helped me be more refreshed for a new school year, he says. When I'm not spending so much time at home doing these things, I'm able to spend more time with my family and my friends and my wife so I can be my best at work instead of being tired and run down. Students' soaring use of AI tools has gotten intense attention lately, in part due to widespread accusations of cheating. But a recent poll of 1,000 students and 500 teachers in the U.S. by studying app Quizlet found that more teachers use generative AI than students. A Walton Family Foundation survey early this year found a similar pattern and that about 70% of Black and Latino teachers use the technology weekly. As more companies adapt generative AI to help educators, more teachers like Ballaret are experimenting with the technology to find out its strengths and how to avoid its limitations or flaws. Since its launch roughly four months ago, Magic School has amassed 150,000 users, founder Adil Khan says. The service was initially offered for free, but a paid version that costs $9.99 monthly per teacher launches later this month. Magic School adapted OpenAI's technology to help teachers by feeding language models prompts based on best practices informed by Khan's teaching experience or popular training material. The startup's tool can help teachers do things like create worksheets and tests, adjust the reading level of material based on a student's needs, write individualized education programs for students with special needs, and advise teachers on how to address student behavioral problems. Competing services, including Eduate and Diffit, are developing their own AI-powered assistance for educators. 
All those companies claim generative AI can fight teacher burnout at a time when many educators are leaving the profession. The U.S. is short of about 30,000 teachers, and 160,000 working in classrooms today lack adequate education and training, according to a recent study by Kansas University's College of Education. Study author Tuan Nguyen says generative AI is unlikely to heal the problem, which is related to poor pay and working conditions, and a perceived lack of prestige, not just working long hours. AI tools can potentially save teachers' time and can even help teachers target and individualize their instruction, but at this point, I don't think they are going to change the teacher labor market, says Nguyen. That remains to be seen, but many teachers are experimenting with or getting introduced to the technology. The AI Education Project, a nonprofit funded by companies including Google, Intel, and OpenAI, have trained more than 7,000 teachers this year in how AI works and how to use AI-powered tools in classrooms. Co-founder Alex Cotran says teachers most commonly use generative AI for lesson planning and to write emails to parents. In training sessions, he finds that many teachers have used generative AI in the past week, but few know tricks such as prompt hacking, which can help draw out better answers from language models. Now that AI is available for people to use, it's important to show rather than tell educators what it looks like and how it can be used effectively, Cotran says. At the Ednovate group of six charter schools in Los Angeles, where Ballarette works, teachers share tips in a group chat and are encouraged to use generative AI in every single piece of their instructional practice, says Senior Director of Academics, Lanira Murphy. The group has signed up for a paid version of Magic School. In her own AI training sessions for educators, she has encountered other teachers who question whether automating part of their job qualifies as cheating. Murphy responds that it's no different than pulling things off the internet with a web search, but that just as for any material, teachers must carefully check it over. It's your job to look at it before you put it in front of the kids, she says, and verify there's no bias or illogical content. Ednovate has signed up for the paid version of Magic School, even though Murphy says roughly 10% of Ednovate teachers she encounters worry AI will take their jobs and replace them. Magic School's con says the threadbare legacy of education technology causes some teachers to be skeptical of new AI services. It's an industry that's been burned by technology over and over again, he says. Joseph South, Chief Learning Officer at the International Society for Technology and Education, or ISTE, whose backers include Meta and Walmart, says educators are used to gritting their teeth and waiting for the latest education technology fad to pass. He encourages teachers to see the new AI tools with fresh eyes. This is not a fad, he says. I'm concerned about folks who are going to try and sit this one out. There's no sitting out AI in education. ISTE recently partnered with education nonprofits Code.org and Khan Academy to release an AI 101 video series. One other way AI is different from past classroom technologies is that it can bring along some problems not found in more conventional software. The Charter School Growth Fund, which helps charter schools open new campuses, formed working groups to advise schools on AI policy after a survey of school leaders found the technology was a top concern. Ian Connell, the fund's head of innovation, says that in addition to understanding the benefits of AI tools, schools must also monitor the quality of content created by the tools. Past research shows that large language models are capable of generating text harmful to some groups of people, including those who identify as black, women, people with disabilities, and Muslims. Since 90% of students who attend schools that work with Charter School Growth Fund identify as people of color, Connell says having a human in the loop is even more important because it can pretty quickly generate content that is not okay to put in front of kids. 
April Goebel, executive director of charter school group KIPP Chicago, which has many students who are people of color, says understanding the risk tied to integrating AI into schools and classrooms is an important issue for those trying to ensure AI helps rather than harm students. AI has a history of bias against communities we serve, she says. Recently, the American Federation of Teachers, a labor union for educators, created a committee to develop best practices for teachers using AI, with guidelines due out in December. Its president, Randy Weingarten, says that although educators can learn to harness the strength of AI and teach kids how to benefit too, the technology shouldn't replace teachers and should be subject to regulation to ensure accuracy, equity, and accessibility. Generative AI is the next big thing in our classrooms, but developers need a set of checks and balances so it doesn't become our next big problem. It's too early to know much about how teachers' use of generative text affects students and what they can achieve. Vincent Alavan, co-director of an AI and education research journal and a professor at Carnegie Mellon University, worries about teachers assigning nuanced tasks to language models like grading or how to address student behavior problems where knowledge about a particular student can be important. Teachers know their students. A language model does not, he says. He also worries about teachers growing overly reliant on language models and passing on information to students without questioning the output. Shauna White, a former teacher who leads a tech justice and ethics project at the Kapoor Center, a nonprofit focused on closing equity gaps in technology, says teachers must learn not to take what AI gives them at face value. During a training session with Oakland Unified School District educators this summer, Teachers using ChatGPT to make lesson plans discovered errors in its output, including text unfit for a sixth-grade classroom and inaccurate translations of teaching material from English to Spanish or Vietnamese. Due to a lack of resources and relevant teaching material, some Black and Latino teachers may favor generative AI use in the classroom, says Antavi Spells, a principal in residence at the Kip Chicago School who started using Magic School AI six weeks ago. He isn't worried about teachers growing overly reliant on language models. He's happy with how the tool saves him time and lets him feel more present and less preoccupied at his daughter's sporting events, but also with how he can quickly generate content that gives students a sense of belonging. In one instance three weeks ago, Spells got a text message from a parent making a collage for her son's birthday who asked him to share a few words. With a handful of adjectives to describe him, Spells responded to the message with a custom version of the student's favorite song, Put On, by Young Jeezy and Kanye West. I sent that to the parent, and she sent me back crying emojis, Spells says, just to see the joy that it brought to a family, and it probably took me less than 60 seconds to do that. Kip Chicago plans to begin getting feedback from parents and rolling out use of Magic School to more teachers in October. Thanks for listening to Wired. I'm Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at wired.com. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.